You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Now plug yourself in the ass. It's the time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Welcome back to Audio Buzz Fringe Yourself edition, 9to5.cc, where we talk about the fringe shows that we saw. I'm Keith, and I'm here with Female Walzer, a.k.a. Sarah. Yeah. You were supposed to yell, go fringe yourself. Go fringe yourself! That's right. This is episode two, where we talk about... Shy Shy in Space! Correct. From the official Fringe description of the show, it is the summer of 1963. Russia sends its opera star into orbit around the Earth for the first radio broadcast concert from space. Instigated America announces it will give the cosmos class and launch its beloved lounge singer for a historical televised jazz event live from the stars. Tune in for a space-inspired musical and see Shy Shy in Space. This is at venue number two, Pitsy Campus. Yeah. So, what's the show about, Sarah? Oh, my God. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Guys. I'm ready. I'm going to get real. Real. It was so fun. If you want to listen to, like, some really fun remakes of music that sounds like super jazzy, 60 vibe, they do an amazing job at it. Okay. I had fun. From the start to finish, and I was—I wish it was longer. Like that's how good it was. You had uh, a delighted smile for almost the entire time. Yeah, I was like, I'm happy now. <laughs> so just to to present the uh, the framework for the show, what Sarah just said kind of sounds like it's just a uh, a singing show, but there is there is like a framework of it. There is like yeah. a storyline that's going on. Uh, it opens up with uh, a little video package, kind of explaining the events that we just went over from their description, where it's like the space race in the '60s. Russia sends up an opera singer, uh, and John F. Kennedy decides to send up a lounge singer because, you know, America wants to stay classy. Yep. And uh, it opens... And stick it to the Russians. And stick let's it be, to the Russians. Let, let's be clear. Because fuck opera, lounge music is the way to go. Yeah. And then, um, without really giving too much away, there's... Something goes wrong a little bit on the space mission, yeah. and then something goes right, and the whole entire thing, there's kind of these musical numbers. Uh, and if you're sitting there watching, the first string of songs that you're going to see is the longest. Yeah. Like, there's like four or five songs at the opening where you're, I was kind of sitting there in the audience being like, oh, is this just a singing and dancing act? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, I would have been down. To <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> exactly. I'm cool with this. Exactly. That's it. I'm, like I said, like this is not to detract from if that was the direction that they wanted to go. Yeah. If they wanted to just sit up there and then sing these, like, kind of lounge styles. Because a lot of the songs are, uh, are classics from that time. Yeah. But then a lot of them are also sort of, like, lounge takes on uh, more modern songs. Yeah. And right. songs that everybody really knows. So, like. Anybody and pretty much any age is going to know all these songs. Not all of them. There was a couple of them that were like, seemed to be like legit s- songs from the 60s about space. Okay, anybody that also, that did car rides with their parents. Okay, but like you didn't know the Little Green Men on the Flying Saucer song? Like that's Not really, but exactly. I know the beat. Yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll recognize a lot of the tunes. I'm just saying like there are yeah. some of the more obscure songs, uh, but some of them are really, like the first song that they sing is uh, a lounge version of the final countdown yeah so like get ready for that so anyway so yeah so you're watching this show and there's like there starts off with like i said again three or four i think songs in a row but then the actual story kind of picks up yep and there is a story like every in between every song they kind of have these little talking points yep. where they push a, a cute little story about a lounge singer with her robot band in space 
<laughs> She's also completely alone, so there's no humans, just to let people know. Like, they sent her out. Like, this is the whole thing. It's like, she's going to be out in space with, like, a robotic crew. The Shimmies, <laughs> who are uh, a band of robotic automatons, which is also, I guess, like, a hats off to the actual band. Oh, wow, yeah. They, they were, A, great musically, but B, almost constantly, they kept their robot movements down so it's like which is really hard when you're playing instruments and then like, you're super into it and you could see them sometimes like oh i gotta stop moving exactly i, I can't like jam and head bob the way that <laughs> it is normal when playing music uh when i was reading the description for the show uh i knew that it my enjoyment of it would hinge incredibly on whether or not the titular character shy shy shuli was any good at singing because not to uh not to take Anything away from Fringe, you never really know what you're getting in Fringe. There, this could have been someone who thought that she was good at singing, <laughs> and it could have been the or worst. Or could have done, or was good at singing and thought that they could have done that type of or vocals. But this was great. Like or she, something, exactly. Yeah, she had a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. The band was awesome, and honestly, it was really fun. Like, yeah, her singing the, the was story, incredible. The story, the costumes were really great. The story was cute. The whole vibe of it was really fun, and like. You know, you got a bit of both of a vibe of going to see a play and also going to see an actual, like, music show. Yeah, like like a good jazz jazz lounge singer. Like, I would have just – I would have been excited if at some point, um, like, if we were just out having cocktails somewhere and then this band came on, I'd be like, that was amazing. Yeah, I would have been like, this this was a great surprise. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They would have just – without any of the – the space story, whatever. <laughs> it was a great band, great lounge singer. Uh, the the lead singer was fantastic. She's like, amazing. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge vocal range. Um, I will say that I did have one disappointment. I, I have to voice this because the entire thing. I'm giving Keith a really dirty look right now, guys. I know. Uh, my disappointment was that they did not have a lounge cover of Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> okay. it's okay then he's upset about this (laughs) i'm like legitimately (laughs) upset i was like you're in space you're orbiting you're singing every song possible that mentions space and the moon (laughs) and you don't sing dark side of the moon sarah you have a theory okay here's my theory is Mm -hmm. there's two i have two theories all right guys i'm ready so one the show started a little bit late because they were having tech problems so not great start for fringe i guess Someone was late. The tech wasn't working. It it's took about though. It's normal. Yeah. So it took about 10 minutes to get the, the tech working for mm-hmm. the video and everything. So we heard, like, the clip three times. And then you're like, okay, what's you, – like, the first two times you thought it was part of it because it's like, oh, they're having, like – they're robots and it's a spaceship. But like, you already know that that's what's happening, you know, right. like, because you read the, the description. So you're like, oh, this is just, like, a funny thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the third time you're like, okay – this is getting annoying. And then the guy comes out and he tells everybody they're having tech difficulties. And, and then we, when we left and Keith mentioned that, you know, why didn't they play this, this song? And I'm like, well, maybe they had to cut it out or they have a longer version and it's in there. Yeah. I would like to believe that they have a longer version of this mm-hmm. and because I want to go see it, a longer version of this. <laughs> and that song is in there. It's totally, it's totally And possible. if you don't, can you make a longer, I hope you're listening, <laughs> and can you guys make a longer version of this play and, and put... I was going to say possibly perform it around early December for Sarah's birthday. Oh, yeah. Put it on December 6th. <laughs> I'll totally come. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely, I mean, like, considering the amount of work uh, that clearly went into the, the video editing, the, the costuming, the yeah. overall rehearsal and stuff, it's totally conceivable that there is a longer version of this and that they're yeah. maybe using Fringe as a trial because with Fringe, you really can't run more than around an hour. Yeah. So they might have had an hour and a half or longer and it would have just been maybe a little bit more story, maybe a few more songs yeah. with an intermission or something. That might exist. If it does... And you're listening to this after Fringe, and it's playing in your town or something. Go, Go watch see it. it. It's, it's going to be great. And I will say my other minor, minor critique, when Shy Shy came up on stage being helped oh, by the yeah. little uh, space assistant people, she had kind of like this like shoulder paddy jacket thing on and a space helmet, and it looked fantastic, but she took it off right away to start singing. And I don't know, obviously, this is just more of a, uh, a visual aesthetic I kind of would have appreciated her. I understand you nece- can't necessarily sing with the space helmet on. <laughs> yeah. But if she maybe got up on stage like a few seconds earlier so that as the you audience we could appreciate her space suit a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, you can more. see it a little that more. That maybe happens in future shows because they were running late because they were probably trying to get through everything because yeah. they started 10 minutes late. But I'm just saying to the uh, producers and the people who call the shots at Shy Shy in Space, let us see that costume for just a few more seconds because her spacesuit looked it's amazing. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah, the costumes are really great. Like, there's a lot of effort putting in there, and I kind of really want to rip off someone's costume. <laughs> I'm not going to – wait, yeah, but I'm not going to ruin it um, <laughs> because it is a little unexpected. But, yeah, if you go see it, you know what I'm talking about, and I really want to rip that up for Halloween because it was amazing. <laughs> Actually, not for Halloween, for life. Yeah, just for life. Just yeah, just for time. life. <laughs> so um, – I assume that you can probably tell from our little conversation here that we really enjoyed Shy yeah. Shy in Space. Uh, this had uh, a really big crowd considering it was raining, considering it yeah. was opening night. I would recommend absolutely getting uh, tickets to this in advance. Because yeah, it, it might be one of those things that when, a, when it starts rolling that you have a hard time getting into it. Yeah, we only <laughs> saw like maybe six empty chairs in, yeah. in the whole place. And there was, like, chairs against the wall kind of thing. So it was it was pretty packed, and it was really great vibes. Um, I mean, you can totally – it's, it's – it, there's nothing really inappropriate in there, so you can literally go with, like, anyone who's older that doesn't like something crass. Mm-hmm. You can go see this as well. Well, there's a little – there's some sultry moments. There is. That's why I said <laughs> it, there isn't really. Like, it's, there's like, nothing, two there's minutes. Y- there's nothing incredibly inappropriate, yeah. no. So it, it's something totally fun and I find innocent. And um, you just need to be over 18 because it is at Pitsy Campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a liquor license. So. Correct. Uh, we're not going to be in time. This episode is not going to go up live early enough for the Saturday show because that's at 2.30. So hopefully yeah. you were there if you were listening to this. You Hopefully you were there. Uh, the next show probably that you can go see is Monday night, uh, June 15th at 10.45. And again, that's 57 Prince Arthur East at Pitsy Campus, Shy Shine Space, which I think so far is, I think, one of Sarah's favorite experiences of Fringe of all time. Yeah, I think, <laughs> uh, like, there's, I have t- two and that's, like, one of them. Exactly. And this yeah. one doesn't even involve puppets. And this one does not involve puppets. Keep listening to the Go Friend Yourself Audio Buzz podcast. Keep going to friend shows. Fringe, fringe, fringe. Enjoy fringe, everybody. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. 
Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working, why should you?